What's up, bro? Uh, I have a joke. Uh, do you want to hear it? Sure. Uh, why does Vincent McMahon want to go to heaven? I don't know. Why does Vince McMahon want to go to heaven? Because he has no chance in hell! <laughs> that is a terrible joke. <laughs> this week on Another Digital Citizen, we will be talking about news from the week, WrestleMania results, and Raw, God's Not Dead 2, American Crime Story Episode 10, and the first two episodes of The Path. This is another digital citizen. This is a podcast meant to encourage logic through stupidity and chaos. A podcast meant to incite discussion between friends, enemies, countries, and religions. This is a podcast for us. For the digital world. Welcome, citizen. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Sorry for that really bad joke. That uh, was terrible, bro. <laughs> worst joke ever. I, I, I use like two minutes to find the joke before the segment. I, I don't know if that's the new thing we are doing before before the show, but it could be that. Uh, uh, we are going to ask the audience to send us jokes because I mean my jokes are so terrible that uh, I'm not sure. I'm I'm not sure that even maybe we'll uh, just ask them to send us terrible jokes. How's that? <laughs> send us your terrible jokes. We'll play them at the beginning of the show. Yeah. So uh, hello, Tilly. Oh, what's uh, that? Uh, uh, no, uh, she's not uh, here, bro. Oh, yeah. oh. oh. Oh, uh, do you know where she is? I, I actually know. Oh, do you? Yeah, she's uh, at M15 uh, doing training to be the new 007. Oh, that makes sense. She's British. Because she, yes, right. she's British. So, so she's, she's, she's training to be James Bond or... Jane Bond? <laughs> T- Tilly Bond. There you go. Or... She's asleep. She may be asleep. Yeah. <laughs> so nobody like be really loud in the Shh. podcast if you don't want to wake up. Don't wake up till then. Because, uh, yeah, I I think she's asleep, to be honest. Do you know who else was uh, asleep this week? <laughs> you were, bro. <laughs> I was asleep this week. Yeah, but I, I, uh, I wasn't uh, asleep for long. Give me that. Uh, no, not it wasn't like other times we've watched pay-per-views was, where Fro fell asleep. But. It was one match. And it wasn't the best match ever, so who cares? No, yeah. 
You didn't I, miss anything. I did watch, watch WrestleMania twice. Ask me why I watched WrestleMania twice. Why did you watch WrestleMania t- twice? Because I'm a stupid motherfucker. Because <laughs> <laughs> you missed that one. You, you fell asleep for that one match. You had to watch the whole thing over again. That no, no, I had to watch it again to see if it was that terrible. Oh, okay, and, yeah. And and I, I because I I was thinking that nah, it can't be that terrible, can it? Right, because when we watch it, we watch it, but we're more concentrated on hanging out with a bunch of people on the Skype yeah. call and talking and making jokes about things, so... And we had fun this WrestleMania week. Oh my gosh, thank you to everybody that hang out out with us on on the Skype call. Thank you. (laughs) For seven hours of Skype call, but it was fun. Yeah, it was fun. And uh, it always is is fun to to have our special friend from Australia, Grass Dragon, or as uh, his uh, real name is... uh, uh, I, I forgot Alex. his name. Alex, yeah. Yep. Really nice to hear from him. Uh, Dan was there, of course. Matthew, Malcolm. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, uh, of course, uh, the wife of uh, Malcolm, Son- Sa- Sandra, was there. Sandra. So that was nice. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was a bunch of people. And then us in... Uh, for me, I had a bunch of really good food and everything else, but we'll get into WrestleMania a little later, I guess. So let's cut into the news real quick, <laughs> right from here. Yeah, because because uh, I mean, uh, in 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 the witch news, I mean, there has been almost everything has to do with Panama at the moment. Right. I we were gonna put that in the news, but we had so much to cover this week, uh, and there there's a lot to cover about Panama. The yeah. Panama Papers. Um, so, and so we're, we, we we're are going to cover it. Talk, talk, talk about it. But, but since we have uh, two hours and 30 minutes of uh, uh, what we think is material, we're going to skip the, uh, <laughs> this week and go directly to the news that actually counts uh, American politics. Because uh, Wisconsin and New Hampshire had uh, presidential pr- primary. Um, primaries how did it go well yeah so uh i looked up uh new hampshire and apparently people don't actually vote there uh apparently the way it works in that state is the representatives for the people uh they make their own vote and they can change Uh their vote whenever they want to so there is no actual primary there or caucus uh they just vote in their representatives so we actually don't know what ha- what happened there because it's all kind of Bigger. secretive. Yeah, very strange. Uh, yeah, very strange. But uh, in Wisconsin, um, we had uh, big big wins for both uh, Cruz and Sanders. So Sanders has won seven out of the eight last uh, primaries or caucuses uh, that have been around. Have been that have happened. Uh, this one he won with fifty-seven uh, percent to her forty-three percent. So it's a pretty big landslide. Not as big as the last three states where he got eighty percent, but still pretty big mm-hmm. uh, and good for him. So right now on the Democratic side, 
mm. Clinton. Uh, this is actually not updated. The one, the what I'm looking at, but uh, she's Clinton, leading by a little. Yeah, Clinton's leading by like uh, around 200, yeah, a little nothing. over 200 votes. Nothing. Really. Uh, and like we've said, uh, needed is 2,383. Right. So on the Republican side, Cruz won. Uh, with 48%, Trump 35%, Kasich 14%. Uh, everybody's pretty much asking Kasich to get out, but he... <laughs> I mean, he, it, there, he doesn't even have uh, the math to even get it. There, He has no way to get the, uh, the nomination at this point, but he's staying in anyways. If it's kind Cruz, of weird. If Cruz went out and all Cruz votes went to him, he would win, wouldn't he? I guess so. I mean, the one thing is, if we go to a contested convention at the end, because nobody got the uh, 1,237 uh, delegates for the nomination, he could end up getting it, because once you're in a contested convention, anybody's, like, after the second vote, anybody's vote can go anywhere, basically. So, it is possible... Uh, if we if that happens, but I wouldn't hold your breath on that one. So. <gasps> oh, oh, not not hold your breath. Oh, oh. oh not hold your breath. But, uh, but yeah, other than that, in politics, uh, yeah, I, like we said, the big thing is the Panama Papers. But there'll be a lot more out next week for us to talk about because there's just so much to cover, and it, really, people haven't gone through it enough at this point for us to say anything about it the but prime minister of of of, of uh, iceland uh, went out of uh, prime his prime minister share and no he didn't <laughs> he went back and then he said oh, we're going to have new elections i'm going to sit too we have new elections so it's been right uh, yeah and uh, there were huge the massive protests there yeah. like thousands of people came out into the Ooh. streets and were demanding he Resign, but we're, th this is going to implicate a lot of people. So uh, we'll cover, hopefully, find some of those people not next week. But yeah, and Iceland is of course a part of Norway. Of course, uh -huh. yeah, same place. Right. Yep, they're connected. Right. <laughs> yep. <sighs> but did you see the video of uh, Hillary um, getting mad at the Greenpeace activist? Yes, that was the other piece of news we wanted to cover. Mm -hmm. Uh. Not a good look for her, that. <laughs> <laughs> Yelling at a Greenpeace activist and, like, wa waving your finger in their face and, like, saying that Bernie is a liar. It's not a great look for you, Hillary. I don't know, but you seem to lose a lot uh, a lot of votes there because anybody, anybody out there, go look at a, like, county-by-county county, um, voter map of Wisconsin, and you'll see she only won one county in the entire state. So, and, what, like, what, the whole did, thing is blue. Okay, so why did Bernie ask Hillary for her apology? Well, because she said uh, the Greenpeace uh, activist was at one of her rallies. She came, uh, she was walking past. The Greenpeace activist said, Hey, can are you going to denounce uh, the fossil fuel industry? Because it's a Greenpeace activist, obviously. And Hillary's response was, I'm so sick and tired of the 
Bernie campaign lying about about everything and she denied all of it and she was very upset at this Greenpeace activist and uh, wagging her finger in her in their face and so she basically said that Bernie was lying about this and Bernie came out on TV and said uh, no we're not there's all the information that says that that's true and I want an apology for you saying I'm a liar basically oh, so cool. so uh, yeah Heated uh, Democratic debate right now. Do you know that uh, Trun is going to talk about the voting in the election? And I feel like we have heard this uh, talk from him before. So if you want to give inspiration to Trun, uh, tells the truth segments, please do that on the Facebook page because I'm I'm kind of tired of hearing him talking about the same thing. So that's, about uh, voting, uh, right? The, yeah. the only difference here is that he's going to be talking about voting in not just the presidential election, but all right. the elections coming up, because there's a lot of a m- lot more elections than just the presidential election happening, and that's the only one we're talking about. So, right, yeah. Hello, everybody. This is Tron with Tron Tells the Truth. When you're listening to this uh, recording, well, I've been awake for many, many hours. This is ten past nine in Norway now. And uh, I've been at work since 10 o'clock last night. Well, I'm one of those workers who work all night. 10 hours every night, 7 days in a row, and 7 days off. It's a hard life, but it's, well, it's okay. That is normal. Usually work hours in Norway is between 7 and 8 hours. And we have the weekend off. It's a good life. It's a good work policy. Because the unions in Norway are strong. Unions are very strong. We had no Ronald Reagan to fuck up our system. Therefore, we have a good life. That's why we are top of list of happiness and welfare and social mobility. Because we have those good things. But, people, you can also get those good things. It's been a lot of focus about who's going to win the elections. Bernie or Hillary or Mr. Fuckhead Donald Trump or Mr. Even Worse Fuckhead Ted Cruz or little 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 small little little fuckhead Kasich but anyway that's not important the important is that there are many seats in the Congress and Senate of election too yes a lot of seats there are also a lot of local elections in states, governors, mayors and so on and so on and you can also vote for them. And I think you should. I know I said this before. Go out and vote. But I think a lot of you already know that you should go out and vote. But vote on all elections. Every one of them. Every single one of them. You have the majority in the American people. If you just use your right to vote. And you use all to vote in every election there is. I cannot say this very clear. I think a lot of you should come and live in Norway for a while. See how good work policies we have. See how good life we live. Of course, we have our problems. We have assholes, we us like everybody else. But think about this. You don't have to have three jobs to secure yourself. You don't have a college bill for over $100,000. Over $100,000. But I spoke to Americans and they told me that. I just, fuck, 
how can you afford that kind of life? How can you afford to live? How can you afford to eat? How can you afford to do this damn shit? Well, I don't know. I don't know how you make it. But I'm very impressed with people who can have three jobs, um, bring their kids to school, do anything with their family whatsoever. The party for families values are people same party don't give a fuck about families in general like there are a very important questions that you should talk about during this election Bernie Sanders talks about it but you need majority in the Congress and the Senate to pass it that's uh, that's higher minimum wage yeah higher minimum wage when I hear how low you earn I'm shocked I work in the private security sector you know why that's not very glamorous at all. We don't wear guns. I never touched a gun. I can't even drive. But it's a good job. It pays my bills. And I have something extra to do fun. But these things didn't come cheap. It was hard work from the unions for years. And we still have a big struggle for unions because our employees wanted to lower our wages, but we wanted higher. So it's hard. It's tough. But we have good unions and we have a community and we fight fighting spirit to do this. I've been now awake for over 13-15 hours. I'm going to go to sleep soon. But I want to go to sleep with the notion that you listen to this. That you spread this word. That you say to every friend who's going to vote for Bernie or Hillary that, okay, vote for anything else too. Vote in your local election, vote for Congress and vote for the Senate. This is Tron, and Tron tells the truth. Have a nice day, and have a lot of sex. Well, that was... Okay, have a lot of sex. Bye-bye. So that was uh, Tron telling the truth, because that's kind of the point of this uh, segment. Shh, till is still sleeping. I, I, the thing is, I have actually have Tilly's phone number, so when I know she's away, uh, she's asleep, I try to call her in Great Britain. And when she doesn't answer the phone, you know she's asleep. So, shh, look, shh. <laughs> but we're going to. She may wake up. <laughs> she may wake up at some point. We'll see what happens. But yeah, uh, let's talk about the NXT results instead. All right, let's start where we started last week uh, with Austin Aries versus Baron Corbin, which Austin Aries went over. Okay. Uh, what do you think of this match, Ro? Uh, I liked it. Uh, I said I said that uh, Austin Aries needed to go over, so I was happy I was right. But I I, I like his wrestling style. I guess. Uh, uh, I liked him in TNA, so I'm glad right, to see yeah. him in, in, in NXT. Yeah, this whole show was really good. I think this was one of the more forgettable matches of the weekend. Oh, yeah, definitely. Me, but, it was, oh, yeah definitely. but it was still good. So Yeah, yeah. Uh, our picks, uh, Fro and Tilly got that right. They picked Aries, and I picked Corbin. So mm-hmm. one for each of you guys. Yay. Uh, next. Oh, go ahead. No, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm just going to say it because I know the results of everything. I'm a really bad guesser. <laughs> I think we're all pretty bad guessers, but uh, strangely enough, a lot of the ones where we all picked the same because we all thought that's the way it was going to uh-huh. go, those are the ones we got wrong. Uh-huh. So yeah. We will talk about that when we come to that. Yeah. Damn so, you, Shane. 
<laughs> so uh, uh, Nakamura versus Sami Zayn. Nakamura went over. Oh, uh, surprise! <laughs> this was probably the best match of the entire oh, weekend, so good. including oh. Monday and WrestleMania and everything Holy else. So, Lee Balls, this was good. I think everybody agreed that this was the like. Pro- I, I don't. This is match of the year candidate for sure. And oh, definitely. Uh, it, did you know? It definitely I, I, when, did a good job of introducing Nakamura to the NXT people. So yeah, do you know when we are speaking of it? I actually have goosebumps on on my 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 arms, like literally. Yeah. Oh, oh it's so good. It really was amazing, and I mean, Ooh. he's just he's just an amazing wrestler. Nakamura is so, and then you and, put Sami Zayn Sami Zayn against him, who uh, and what the intro can just pull like. a good match so. What uh, a cool intro. Yeah, the intro was cool. Oh. I thought the the music was a little bit uh, stereotypical. Maybe it's like mm. bringing the Japanese guy have the Japanese style. I love music, it. But he might. I mean, that's the kind of his thing is uh, the uh, the Jap the J pop and everything. He's really into that. So. Um, pop. Move on to American Alpha versus the Revival. American Alpha, Jason. Jordan and Chad Gable went over, uh, so they they won, and me and Fro picked them until he did not. The thing is, we were thinking that there was going to be some title changes in this pay-per-view, and it needed to be, of course, yeah. and I'm, I'm happy that uh, this was the title change. Especially when we see what happens on Raw. Like, we were we were thinking maybe that Soft team was going to get it last time. But right. we, we will talk more about that when, yeah. But yeah, I think this was good after the last couple of pay-per-views. And I think it'll keep uh, the tag division in NXT kind of fresh and... Uh, like we said, because when we talk about what happened on Raw, uh, we lost the tag team there. Uh, oh, we didn't say... <laughs> it seems like they died or something. It seems like they died. Yeah, but we they, they kind of. We kind of did. I mean, if you look at <laughs> if you look at some of the NXT people that went up to Raw, they kind of like. Uh, it's not what? maybe so great. I'm a little afraid for them, what? but. Are you saying that uh, <laughs> WWE can't write storylines when they are in the main roster? Well, not only that, I think sometimes they just get lost in the shuffle, you know, and uh, yeah. Sometimes I mean, they just it, aren't liked by some of the other people that are in that show. And they Remember get... how happy we were when the Ascension uh, came out up from NXT? <laughs> I thought, it, yeah. Illuminati <laughs> entrance, remember that? Mm-hmm. They're the Illuminati. Like, there was instantly, like, 20 conspiracy theory videos on YouTube, right, uh, like, the when they came out, and then, pfft, nothing. <laughs> so, uh, we didn't say, uh, but we all picked Nakamura, so we all got a point there. Um, next, let's do uh, Asuka versus Bailey for the women's title match. And the, those two matches were back-to-back. And that were the two best matches. 
Right. We only had five matches, and this was per- it was packed show. Like, yeah, wrestling from top to bottom. There was no really no like uh, in segments in between of any type. Like, there was no promos really or anything else. So it was just all wrestling. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Oscar beat Bailey uh, to win the championship, and and Tilly picked Asuka, and you picked Bailey, bro. Yeah. She she did look awesome. And I think uh, I was waiting for Bella Bella uh, to say goodbye on Monday Night Raw. Spoiler alert, she didn't. I think she maybe will do next Raw. Uh, I don't think we need her to say that. I don't think we need that. I mean, after... Daniel Bryan, I think she can just go away and every it'll be fine. We don't maybe, need her to, maybe, yeah. but 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 uh, I think they're kind of waiting for Bailey uh, to get up. But right now, the title, uh, uh, the ti- uh, the women's title doesn't really need another NXT wrestler. So uh, I right. think they are kind of uh, on the fence uh, for this. But this frees up uh, uh, Bailey to go up to WWE if that is what, something they want to do. But it feels like maybe what you were saying, that she's now going to try to hunt it to get it back. And maybe that will get her into more interesting storylines at uh, NXT. I think she's an NXT uh, kind of mainstay. Yeah. I don't know how she, how well she would do in the main roster. So mm. we will see. I think I, I think it's a, a matter of time. She's really young, so uh, it, I think it's a matter of time when we will see her there. And I don't mind them waiting because, like I said, now it seems like it's kind of full up in the women's title. Uh yeah, like I said, I don't I don't think they need to move anybody up nope. uh, anytime soon. I think that's why I picked Oscar is because I thought they wanted to continue the chase. So, but then again, um, they do a stupid move from NXT uh, up to the main roster on Raw. But we're going to talk about that. Yeah, uh, I, I mean this match was really good. I, I'm not <laughs> a huge Oscar fan. I'll admit. I know a lot of people like her, but I just. Uh yeah, I don't know. She, I, I I she's a good wrestler and everything, but I think her character is all. Uh, it's not really there for me. I don't really feel it. Mm. Yep. Uh, last match uh, on NXT was Finn Balor versus Samoa Joe. Finn Balor retained the title. Uh, I picked Joe, and you two picked Balor. So. Mm-hmm. So what's the results after NXT? So yeah, uh, you two have four and I have three. Hmm. Uh, correct. So as of right now, uh, you two are tied. Uh, but we went with NXT and Mania together, so we will we will get into that. Uh, have you watched anything on TV, Luke? Uh yeah, uh, I watched. I started watching Everybody Loves Raymond this week. Oh, because uh, I don't know why. Because I forgot that show existed. 
They started because watching everybody it. loves Raymond. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> it's all right. It's an all right show. I can tell you it's better than Full House. So there you go. <laughs> what about what about you, Fro? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're comparing shit to diamonds. Oh, I guess, uh... <laughs> uh, it's kind of sad that Tilly isn't here because do you know what uh, tipping point is? Uh, no. If you had to... it's a British show? Yes. If you had to guess what tipping point is, what would it be? Well, it sounds like a game show. I it guess. is a game show! Is it... Well, it's is game it like show that... and quiz show. Is it like show. that game show that, like, uh, Chris Jericho hosted for, like, two episodes where you have to, like, answer a question, otherwise one of your valuables gets tossed off a building. Is that what it is? No. Uh, oh. Have you ever seen uh, like coin machine where you put the coin in and that pushes other coins into other coins and you get... Oh, kind of... yeah, okay. Car- the carnival game, yeah. I've been, yeah. I've played that. Yeah. Uh, so, there's three contestants. No, there's four contestants or three. Three or four. I think it's four. I, I only seen <laughs> one episode, so okay. I, I can't remember. But um, uh, because it was kind of boring. Uh, so uh, the point of the game is uh, to get uh, questions right, and every time you get a question right, uh, you get the coin, and you get to play it on this huge carnival uh, game machine. Where okay. there's where 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 there's coin, and every coin is worth uh, fifty pounds. So every coin. Oh, okay, I see. Yeah, all right. Yeah. So the uh, there's a lot of strategy in this game. So yeah, because you are waiting for is it going to be flat? Is it going to push the other coins in the right directions? And you can actually win ten thousand pounds. So. And, uh, well, yeah. uh, potentially uh, by knocking off the right amount, like enough coins, you could win that much. No, in the super round. Oh, okay. Can, well, is this uh, in its general knowledge questions or something yes, like that? Yes, yes. Oh. I want you to see one episode of it to next time. Can you do that for me? Uh, I can try to find it. I guess. Yeah. See if tipping. I can find it. I'm. Yeah, I'll, I'll try to find some episodes somewhere. I'm sure it's on YouTube or something. Maybe. I guess the other thing that was on this week was the finale of eleven twenty two sixty three, but I have not watched it yet Holy because it shit. only was on Monday. So, yeah, that was good. All right, I, I want. I'm looking forward to it. But spoiler alert: it follows the book to the point. All right. Yeah, I was assuming that, but. Uh, even uh, the book obviously is not following an, an, any type of actual historical path. No, so, no, 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 but, no, 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 no. Speaking of path, <laughs> see what you did there. You yeah. see, you 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 seen two episodes of the path. We were thinking it uh, was going to be just one episode because we're stupid and don't check things like that. Uh, I didn't see anything that came out before that that said that indicated that there would be, but I mean, it's not unusual even in regular TV for them to have a double episode right. opener. So, but 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 what was kind of weird with this 
was that it was definitely two episodes that was released the same day. Oh, yeah. This was not, like, a two-parter. Yeah. No. Uh, so, yeah, we're going to do uh, split it up because uh, 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 you don't want to sit here and tell people about this uh, show for one hour. So, uh, I guess uh, you will go into what was the path, episode one. Well, the name of this episode was What the Fire Throws. So, uh, this was our first episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're uh, we're going to try to get through this pretty quick, because we also have American Crime Story to cover uh, in between the two episodes of Path. So, it's going to be a long show. But, <laughs> yeah. So, we open in the Path, and it's like uh, a disaster area, is what we see. Uh, and we see this lady, and she's uh, searching for water. And I kind of instantly knew this was a tornado. Did you kind of know that? No, right I, away, I, no, no. Uh, one of the things that I was thinking is, oh my gosh, we are going into the story where this kind of religion or sect did something stupid and this was the, cast- like an, uh, yeah, okay. the catastrophe we were seeing. So I, I was thinking, uh, are we seeing the end of something end of the show like they blew some stuff up right yes. yeah i kind of i i instantly saw this tr- it was a trailer park and i went oh this is a tornado maybe that's wrong to think that but i kind of instantly knew when it was a trailer park and all these trees and everything was blown around i instantly went oh this is a tornado because that's kind of a regular occurrence in certain parts of america so maybe that's just from my perspective but yeah, so this lady's looking for water. She uh, obviously there's a lot of injured people around her, screaming and everything. And then these white vans uh, with an eye symbol, uh, like an Illuminati kind of eye symbol, they've uh, come up to the area, and all these people jump out, and they all have the T-shirt with the eye on it, and they start kind of rescuing people. Right? They're giving them water, and they're are uh, they rescuing them or the Well, it seems like it at this point, right? It seems like they're rescuing them. They're like even the 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 one lady, they will take care of your baby and they yeah. grab the, the kid and they uh walk away with it and the lady who was looking for water, the one kid walks up and he gives her a bottle of water. So, uh yeah, they get as many people as they can in the, into these three white vans and they all drive away into the woods. And we go into our opening credit animation, uh, which I thought was pretty cool. It was kind of like Super a... Super cool. I would say it's kind of like scratch art. Um, yeah. But animated, so kind of interesting. And uh, I'll leave that out of like the next few episodes, but definitely check that out because it's a really cool opening. Mm-hmm. Um, so we open... Uh, after the opening credits, we go to Parksdale, New York... And we get this really weird dinner scene where they're saying this really weird uh, prayer, uh, yeah, prayer or like grace over their dinner, mm-hmm. and it's very strange. And you're like, "This is weird," <laughs> but it looks normal. It looks like a happy fam, like family dinner time. But they're saying yeah. this really weird uh, blessing over their food. <laughs> I, I I read something about like how this. Uh, um, religion that are, they are a part of uh, this cult, this uh, w- movement, whatever. 
it is so close to Scientology, and they came uh, the story like the guy that wrote the story. <laughs> he needed to go out and was like, no, 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 it's nothing close to Scientology at all. It is. Yeah, right. It was kind of like some other religions we've done too. It kind of reminded me uh, Happy a little science, bit of science. Yeah, realism. There, there's so many. I thought it was more like, as far as like the actual content of this fake religion, right? Mm. Uh, we have to point that out. This isn't real or anything. Oh yeah, it's, it's a fake all made up. Yeah, but it's it definitely has some um, connections to other religions for sure. Oh yeah, like, well definitely uh, a lot of different ones. But Buddhism, I would say it's a lot like realism, really. Yeah. So. Buddhism. There, there's a lot, but yeah. But so yeah, we get this dinner scene, and we find out. Uh, well, I guess uh, we have Catherine Monaghan who is uh, one of our main characters. Uh, she is talking to some, I don't know, this other lady, and they're talking about uh, Eddie, who is played by, uh, what's his name? Um, the guy from Breaking Bad. <laughs> right, but I can't remember his name right now, for some reason. Aaron. Aaron Paul, there you go. Aaron Paul, yeah. Um, and so yeah, Aaron Paul's character is named Eddie, and she's talking about how he went to Peru, and she thinks, uh, or he's he's been weird since he got back from Peru, and she kind of thinks he maybe is having an affair. So, uh, from there we went to the bedroom scene, and Eddie is getting uh, texts on his phone, like in the bathroom, uh, kind of secretively. You can definitely tell it's secretively, and. He uh, he tries to go downstairs to kind of answer the text, I think. But she she pretty much just distracts him with sex. That's what happens. Here. <laughs> More or less. Um, <laughs> and, and and I didn't mind this scene because <laughs> it was funny to me that he he. <laughs> there's one part in this where he goes, where there, she has like the lingerie on. And they're about to start having sex, and he goes, keep it on. And it's like, later in the show, you realize there's no problem with nudity. It's just this actress obviously had a problem with nudity, so they had to add that line <laughs> into the show. Yeah. But, um, but she, so yeah, we go. She's hot. Oh, yeah. Uh, definitely. Uh, a lot of attractive ladies in the show. Mm. Uh, so, yeah, we go. I guess we'll, I'm going to call this the compound. Uh, yes. The place we go Good next, that. because it's it's more easier. It it looks like everything you see from uh, a religious co co compound. It looks in in uh, closed and not included. <laughs> right, it's got it's got gates around it, and it's uh -huh. uh, all these houses are kind of the same, but uh, all lined up on this one street. And so yeah, the the white vans pull in. We get our refugees from the tornado. They're all coming out and it's night it's nighttime uh so they've obviously been driving for a while because they were picked up in the day um and they did come pretty far i guess right because this the the new Orleans. park was in new hampshire and oh, they went they went to it? new york so oh, yeah okay yep. I thought it was new Orleans. oh no not that far no uh but i can see how you would make the mistake <laughs> uh 
So yeah, we go back to Eddie's house, and he is now downstairs talking on the phone, and Sarah comes down and kind of uh, catches him. Mm-hmm. But she's being sneaky, and she she like steps on a, a dog toy or something, kid's toy, and Eddie hears it, and she hides from him. So I was kind of like, okay, is there something about this religion where the men are like, like beat their wives at this point? You know what I mean? That's what I was... <laughs> You know what I mean? She was, yeah, like, hiding from him in a way where it was, like, she is obviously very terrified of this, of getting caught. But just for seeing somebody talking on the phone, that's not unusual. But I guess from earlier, we did know that she kind of thought maybe he was having an affair in Peru. So, so back to the compound. Um, Sarah drives it up into the in this car. Which we got to point out is a it's like a Prius, right? Toyota. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. And they all have Priuses, like the. <laughs> Everybody. I, I don't know if Toyota would have really agreed to this, but I guess they did. They went, yeah, it's cool. Let uh, our car be used as uh, something for a cult, but that's fine. I don't know have if that's seen... great advertising. Do you think that's good advertising, Fro? No. Have you seen Stepford Wives? This kind of reminds me of that. Uh, I, I think I did, but I I don't even remember it. Uh, but it's a bad movie. But yeah, she drives up and uh, she meets Cal, who's played by Hugh Dancy, and uh, he is so incredibly good. Like I love them in Hannibal. I love them in Hannibal. Oh yeah, I think he's really good in this too. I mean, he. His character goes, in these two episodes, goes from one extreme to the other, pretty much. (laughs) Yes, definitely. So, yeah, they talk, and they're being really flirty, kind of. uh, And they obviously are old friends. And uh, Cal, which is Hugh Dancy, he obviously just came back from the West Coast. And they're on the East Coast. And it's, I mean, it's pretty obvious they know each other really well. That's the important part. So we cut to Eddie taking his son to school, and did you get the son's name, Fro, at all? No. Nope. His name's Hawk. Oh. Yeah. So they're kind of going with uh, weird hippie family names. You know what I mean? Like yeah. Hawk and yeah. So uh, this is the part where Eddie is tell or uh, he's telling he takes him to school, but Hawk he wants to uh, he. He's, he he doesn't want to go to school because people uh, make fun of him for his religion, basically, is what it is. But in America, you're not allowed to drop out of school until you're 16. Uh, so that's what this kind of conversation is about, is he wants to get out of school, but his dad wants him to stick around till he can get out of school. But the, the kid wants to just go into this religion, like, uh, as soon as possible, right? Yeah. Can I please do something I really want to do every time you say uh, it's in America? Please. It's in it's in America? Okay. Yeah, you, you living in America. Ah. Yeah. All right. Thanks. I want to there do you it go. every time. Yes. Okay. <laughs> now I've done it. But do you think so- yeah I, I, I have a question because before you go on. Were you thinking that cow was kind of uh, because he's more or less presented as 
the leader of this compound. Were you thinking that he had a bigger, uh, bigger part of the picture? What do you mean? Uh, that he was more uh, important for his religion than just this compound. Uh, co- 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 uh, I mean, I didn't think he was the leader at this point. So no, there you okay. go. I mean, the only thing to indicate that was when in the opening when he's kind of telling people what to do. But that doesn't really say anything to me about him being right. a leader at this point. But, so I don't think we actually know that. But but or I, I didn't. Uh, I think he has kind of a leader way to do things. Like before, we know he's the leader. Right, because at the beginning he was bossing people around, but that yeah. does, that does not indicate to me that he was leading this compound at that point. Okay, okay. Like if we kind of start to get it, at, but we haven't got to it yet. Okay. So, so yeah. Uh, after we go away from the school, we go back to the compound. We get this w- weird yoga class uh, that they're doing, uh, kind of praising the sun, and. Uh, Mary, we find out that uh, this is the lady that was looking for water earlier. We find out that's her name. Mary is a heroin addict, and she obviously ha- has a thing for Cal because he's the one who like rescued them from this whole thing. She looks at him as he would be a steak if you were extremely hungry. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> she's like, she's like, she's. Uh, you, you can almost see her tongue outside of her her body. Right. Her well, her mouth is wide open. So yeah, yeah you pretty like, much oh, can see her tongue outside oh, the body. Oh. Uh, but yeah, they give her a shower, and uh, the doctor gives her morphine. Uh, so th- they are ready for this kind of thing, obviously, uh, because they uh, pick these people up. And they know what they're doing. Obviously, they've done this before. That's what I got from this scene, kind of. It's like, they were ready for this lady who was a heroin addict, and they had morphine on hand, and they had everything ready for her to go. So we cut back to the school, uh, and the kids, uh, three kids, including Hawk, are in the cafeteria, and they're saying that weird blessing to their food that we heard earlier, and some kids, like, throw food at them. Because uh, they're weird, right? <laughs> but yes. one of the like I don't know popular girls, she uh, is looking at Hawk, and obviously a uh, a way like she's looking at him, kind of like she's got a crush on him. And she's hot then, as well. <laughs> yeah, I mean, hot girls in this show. There really is, but oh. uh, some of them they they kind of hide uh, hide their looks a little bit. I mean, at this point, um. Yeah, she looks normal in this uh, in this scene, but later, oh my gosh! Yeah. Right? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, Mary, the heroin addict girl, she ends up like right now. She just looks really dis- disheveled. Oh, yeah. She just got out of a tornado, so yeah. there is that. Um, so we cut to this scene where there's a lady and she's sitting in a car, and we don't know who this is. I was, um, but there's two old people, and she is watching them come out of their house. So she goes over there. And as she's going over there, um, these two guys come out of a Toyota Prius, <laughs> <laughs> right? And and they start coming out after her, and she jumps in back in the car and like peels out to get away from these three guys. 
So, yeah, back at the compound, um, Mary, uh, after her shower, I guess, and everything, she is in an office building with Sarah, and they're talking, um, basically they're talking about Myrism, which is what we find out this religion is called at this point, <laughs> uh, or this cult is called, they're called the Myrists. Yes. And she, there's a picture on the wall behind the uh, behind Sarah's desks of, of some guy and you can tell this is obviously like cult leader guy mm-hmm. uh, just by the picture and she points at it and she calls him the guardian of the light and she says he's in he's in Peru right now transcripting the last three rungs of the ladder so uh, <laughs> we're kind of getting more and more parts of this religion here uh, and we find out that Cal uh, Sarah was born into this religion, but Cal wasn't. He he came uh, to the religion through his family when he was a young boy. Uh, those are pro- kind of the important parts of the scene, I guess. Uh, so, it, so we're still in the compound, but we're in like a different part of the compound. And Eddie is speaking to all all the refugee uh, refugees from the tornado about hi- him finding Myerism. And how his brother had committed suicide, and he uh, kind of fell into a dark place, and then one day found a book and ended up going to some Myerist compound, and uh, he said he he was saved by this religion, basically, is what it came down to. And Mary's listening to him, so he's there. But it was a weird kind of... It was a weird thing, because at the end of it, you could tell he was crying, and, and Cal steps in to tell part of the story. Uh, And then we go back to Eddie's house, and Eddie is reading to his little daughter. I guess we, this is the first time, I mean, we saw her in the dinner scene, but we find, this is the time we find out it's his daughter, and he's reading a bedtime story to her, and it says the ladder on it. So he's obviously reading the ladder book to her as a bedtime story. Uh, and this is the book, I guess, that uh, they... It's like their religious book, right? Yeah, it's like the Bible. Right, they say it's the first book of uh, of the latter. Uh, is the first book of Myerism, that's what it was. And I, I was thinking to myself, oh my gosh, I really want to read that book. <laughs> right? And it's not uh, even real. But this, I mean, this I would kind of look like it was like a children's version of maybe what would be... <laughs> The adult uh, one, like yeah. you know, like Bible for kids, that kind yeah. of thing. And we see that, especially uh, a little spoiler alert for uh, season episode two, where they have like le- leaflets. And I was thinking, I I really want to read, I want to read more about the religion. It's so it's so intricate, and I think that's kind of what they are doing right with this show. They are not giving us too much. They're giving us mm-hmm. in really small drops. Right. Especially about their religion. But, I mean, we yeah. get a lot about it in these couple episodes, but not everything. Oh, definitely uh, not everything. So, yeah. Uh, after the fire scene, or the the fireplace scene, I guess, uh, we cut to, oh, right, Cal telling the story, and then this is the part where Mary comes in uh, to Cal's office, and uh, it's nighttime, and she's in, like, a a sleeping gown 
and she basically just pro- propositions him without saying anything because she just takes off all her clothes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he turns her down, uh, but you could tell he's having a really hard time with it. Um, but he's, he's trying spiritual. to be like a leader. Yeah, yeah. He's trying to be the spiritual leader to her, so he basically says, like, you'll find your way once you make your way up the ladder, is what he says. And 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 here is like where 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 Scientology comes to like the bridge to freedom, the ladder right, to yeah. freedom. It's so close. <laughs> and it's funny that they're like saying uh, earlier. She says that he's in Peru uh, transcripting the last three rungs of the ladder, which means this isn't even complete religion. Yeah, and they know it, and they're still following it. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, after that, we cut back to Eddie's house, and it's the middle of the night still, and he takes off in his car, and Sarah sees, uh, like notices he's not, he's not in bed. She sees him take off, so she takes off after him, and she sees him drive up to a motel, um, and she parks across the street, and she, she sees him go into a hotel room, and... Like we said before, she already thought that he was. Uh, she thought she that he had an affair in Peru. So at this point, he's going into the middle of the night, leaving in the middle of the night, and going to a hotel room. <laughs> like, what is she yeah. going to think? Obviously, right? Yeah. I thought so, it was going to be an affair. To be honest, I mean, at this point, it really seems like it, right? <laughs> yes. But, here we get three weeks earlier, and uh, we're at we're in Peru, and so obviously I knew what was going to happen here. But what I didn't know, uh, we're, we go into this place called the Shaman and Ayahuasca Retreat Center. Uh, and so, people, if you haven't heard about ayahuasca, it's the hot new trending thing. <laughs> yeah, if you want to vomit all over the place. Uh, yeah. I'm not kidding. What, that it's, like, hot new trending? It's been around for hundreds of years. (laughs) I know, but it's been, uh, it's super popular, uh, suddenly. Maybe, I don't know. I mean, I've known about it forever, but, uh... But you're crazy. I don't don't see people, it's not something people (laughs) are going to be doing recreationally, like, ecstasy or something like that. It's... Right. It's, uh... It makes you vomit all over the place and have crazy hallucinations. But mm-hmm. so yeah, we go into this place and Eddie is there, obviously, and he's on ayahuasca, and he sees his dead brother, and this priest or shaman tells him to ask his brother what he wants, and then I, this part I was kind of confused as to whether it was real or whether whether it was a hallucination, but I guess sure. that's the point. Uh, he's walking down a hallway. Uh, following his his dead brother, obviously, and uh, there's a door at the end of this kind of long hallway, and I was like, this freaking building is awesome. Wasn't this building cool? Oh yeah, super yeah. awesome. Uh, it, the door at, at kind of at the end of his hallucination or, or whatever it is, the door opens and we see Eddie's reaction to what he sees on the other side of the door, but we don't actually see what's on the other side of the door. Yes. <laughs> so we cut back uh, to the house, and obviously this is you know 
two weeks later, three weeks later, or whatever. Uh, but Eddie is getting back from Peru, and he's meet, met by his family at his house. And, you know, he's acting really normal and everything, even though he went through that whole thing uh, during his ayahuasca trip. But, you know, he's just seeing his family for the first time. And we go to Eddie at the library, where he is looking up um, on Google, is Myerism real? So this was kind of the first time where we see him questioning his own religion uh, because of the ayahuasca trip. Um, And he finds a phone number on a website, which I thought was weird. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Why wouldn't you just put all the information on the website? Why would you put a phone number? Eh, That was a little weird. But, I I mean, it's for the storyline purpose, but it was a little and it's Strange. going to be a secret, secret. Right. So it's just a phone number on a website that says, uh, on the website, uh, Myerism is taking you away from the light, is what it says. So Eddie leaves the uh, library, and he goes and gets a burner phone. That's what it looked like to me, right? He goes and buys yeah. like a, a phone he can just throw away. Um, which obviously tells you that he's afraid kind of his, of his own religion. And then we kind of catch up to the beginning of the story here, where yeah. he's getting the texts in the bathroom, um, and we know now that this is from that website, obviously. Mm-hmm. And then we get the sex scene again, uh, and dur- during the sex scene, kind of he's flashing into his ayahuasca trip and everything. And then we see him talking on the phone, uh, which we only saw Sarah's angle of it uh, earlier. And he's basically asking the person on the phone, uh, you need to give me something to tell tell me this isn't a trap, that you're not just trying to trick me into selling out my religion. Um, and we cut to the Myers community, and they're talking about uh, basically about taking over the world. Is that what it kind of sounded like? Yeah, more or less. Uh, and this is the part where we find out that, um, I guess his name is Steve, is what they call him, but the leader of this cult is in Peru, uh, and Eddie wants to know when he's going to be done, when he's coming back. And Cal was kind of dismissive and says, like, when he's done, that's when he's coming back. <laughs> Spoiler alert, he's not coming back. Yeah, he's not coming back, everybody. <laughs> um, so now we have this ki- kitchen scene, and Sarah confronts Eddie about his uh, if he's having an affair or not. But she leaves out the part where she went to the motel during the fight. And then and Cal basically lies about the ayahuasca trip and everything, and, and she wants him to go through some kind of therapy uh, ma- like marriage therapy uh, to help them fix whatever is wrong with their marriage. <laughs> so now we uh, cut uh, forward to the motel scene, like wh- where we where we saw Sarah see him go into the motel. Now we ha- see inside the hotel room, and inside the hotel room is we find out uh, Allison is the name of this girl that we saw earlier who was uh, being attacked by these three Myrists when she was going to meet up with these two old people. 
So we didn't really know what was going on then, but mm-hmm. now we know that the, Allison is the lady who was running this website. Um, and we cut to Cal's house, and Sarah comes to Cal's house, uh, and he basically, or she says that she saw Eddie go into a hotel room, and basically tells Cal that uh, he's cheating on her. But, uh, you know, she doesn't have all the evidence, but I guess kind of the point of this religion is that they don't lie at all. Like, mm-hmm. that's one of their big things is, like, the truth. Uh, they believe that the truth is kind of what what sets you free. So, And if they see somebody in their cult that lies, then they have to go to the leader and say, hey, this guy's lying, you need to do something about it. And that's I what's hear- kind of happening here. I hear the Nazi train in the background again. Yeah, there's a the train. Yep. <laughs> uh, we go back to the compound, and this is the part where Cal is doing the crazy speech about um, about what's real and what's not, and he's talking about Plato's cave. Oh, this uh, is so good. This is the, my favorite scene of this episode. And they're all kind of... He's basically... He's just preaching to them, you know? And mm-hmm. Mary's there, and everybody else is there. Uh, and at the end of his speech, like a curtain comes down and the sun comes through the windows and they all are like, hold their hands up to the sunlight. Um, and then we cut to the trailer park that we were at earlier and it's still destroyed, but there's like a couple trailers like sitting in the middle of all this destruction. And, uh, we go inside and there's these two like drug addicts, obviously. And the one guy's like (laughs) snorting cocaine. Oh. And Mary walks in and she says, hi, dad. So we know that this is Mary's dad. Uh-huh. Uh, and we knew that she was a drug addict. And we found out earlier that she was molested by her dad when she was 11 and that she was sold into prostitution at like, what, 10 or 11? Yeah. So Cal comes in with Mary into this trailer and he tells the Mary's dad to apologize and he, Mary's dad spits in his face, and Cal kicks the crap out of him. Yeah, like, I I was super surprised. Like, isn't he supposed to be, like, a leader with, like, calm, uh, being calm and things like that? No, he beats the crap out of this dude. Yeah, and the other drug attic guy who's in the trailer like snorting cocaine with him he just takes off he's just yeah. later he just runs out of there like doesn't even yeah. try to help his friend at all uh but back at uh cal's house uh the next morning eddie meets up with cal and cal confronts eddie about uh going to the motel and who he met at the motel uh but cal obviously can't rat out allison because he's looking outside of his religion right now, doing that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he has to, uh, you know, he doesn't deny the fact that he went to this hotel and basically saying to Cal that he cheated on his wife, even though he didn't. Um, and that's that's kind of strange. Like uh, uh, he's so scared of his own religion that he would rather admit to something he didn't do than say that he has been outside the religion and looking... Yeah, looking looking, looking at, at 
whether it's real or what's, yeah. what's real and what's not. Yeah, that's so strange. Like, like uh, it's not unusual though. I mean, no, no, it's, no, like, no. yeah, well, definitely not. So, uh, ending scene of this episode, we go to the motel uh, where he's talking with Allison, and he's talking about his ayahuasca trip, and we finally get the reveal of what was behind the door uh, <laughs> that his dead brother led him to, and we, we see a man, uh, you know, in a hospital bed, uh, kind of on life support, mm-hmm. but there's a giant boa constrictor on him. Yellow. Yeah. <laughs> uh, which, it, uh, if you know anything about ayahuasca, that's not unusual to see, like, uh, animals and things like that, so... But that's the end of our of that episode. Uh, ends with the man, the reveal of the man in the bed, which we, uh, I mean, at this point, I assume it's Steve, the, you know, the keeper of the light. Uh, yep. <sighs> it's definitely him. So look, I forgot uh, to tell you something I watched on TV this week. I, I suddenly remembered when we were talking about this. Uh, do you know what started again as uh, a new show? Or came back, I should say. Uh, no. A cartoon. I have cartoon no idea. With three girls in it. Oh, right. Uh, Powerpuff Girls. Yeah, Powerpuff Girls. I didn't know it came back this week, but I did see a bunch yeah. of people posting Powerpuff Girls Ooh. stuff. So I-, I would post that as well. But yeah, it's, uh, I don't want to say anything about the episode. Uh, did you like it? Like the original uh, Powerpuff Girls? I was not a Powerpuff Girls person at the time, really. I mean, yeah, I watched it, but I yeah. was more of a Samurai Jack person. So yeah, there you go. that's coming back as well. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, uh, I I thought I liked it. Like I I I I enjoy the nostalgia of it. And nostalgia. I, yeah. yeah, thank you. Uh, I'm I'm. Uh, my English is no good. Uh, but uh, I enjoyed the nostalgia of it. And uh, I also enjoyed the, the, the first episode storyline. And, and the animation was uh, pretty close to the original. So I did not mind it at all. Yeah, I mean, I thought it was funny, uh, the original. But uh, it... At the time, it was it kind of overshadowed by some other things for me, even yeah. though a lot of people liked it. I was, like I said, I was more of a uh, Samurai Jack or Two Stupid Dogs at the time kind of oh, person. So. Two Stupid Dogs. So funny. Okay, and now we come to the segment where Fro tries not to get angry. Uh, I, will, I will try to calmly talk about WrestleMania. And I will try to be uh, as, oh, oh my gosh, I loved it, as I humanal, humanal can be for this stinking pile of shit. I mean, uh, this really different WrestleMania that was uh, this week. Different is a good word, I guess. Uh... I don't know. It was okay. kind of pooey, really. Kind of? I, there's a, all these people, I mean, there it, it definitely is split online oh. of whether people liked it or not, but the only thing I see is people being 
WWE apologists or not. Yes. That's the way I see it. So uh-huh. that's just me, though. Nobody take offense to that. Um, and, and people are like, oh, wait to Raw. It's going to help WrestleMania. Well, WrestleMania is WrestleMania and Raw is Raw. Yeah, we get Raw all the time. And then yeah. we'll only get one WrestleMania a year. So mm-hmm. I don't know why you would be like, oh, don't worry about WrestleMania. It'll all get fixed on Raw. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I'm. One thing got fixed, and nothing <laughs> happened on WrestleMania. So, what you mean? It's it's it uh, it's the most strange WrestleMania in a long time. I, I can't. Well, not strange I, in a good way to me, but oh, no, 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 I mean, oh, definitely. Not. There was a lot of good wrestling. We'll say that a lo- there was a lot of good wrestling. So, oh, yeah. Oh, let's go through this shit. Yeah, let's get this done as fast as we can. Uh, <laughs> first pre-show match uh, was Kalisto uh, beating Ryback to retain his and why, title. And why was this first of the pre-show matches? This I don't know. It's a, It was the only <laughs> title match. so. But it, but it proves the title uh, because the, the second half uh, part of the show was going to be played on... on uh, USA. USA. So I did not understand why they didn't put the title on the second half. Because but this is what I thought, is that they just wanted Total Divas on that. Oh. Definitely. That way they could plug Total Divas. Yeah, that's why they did this. But it, yeah. but, but it, it, it proves that that title has shit to say. Like, nothing. Like, nobody yeah. cares about that title. And it's we talked about it during the show. We talked about it last week. Remember when John Cena had this title? We were excited for this title. Now, I don't fucking care. Right, and I mean, it, I guess it kind of all started with Alberto Del Rio when he won it out of nowhere, which was exciting, but at the yeah. same time, now look where he's at. <laughs> yeah, uh, so there you go. But Oof. we, uh, I picked uh, Ryback, and you picked Ryback. Tilly picked Cal- Kalisto, she, so she got a point there. Uh, Clever slipping girl. Yeah. Uh, so we, then we got Total Divas, our team Total Divas versus Bat Team Bad Bad and Blonde, in a ten team Diva tag match. And which, how awful was this match? I don't even remember this match hap- Like I don't remember. Uh, and were what you happened at the time? No, were you no, I wasn't. No, no. But but you can you can't remember this mass match because it wasn't really anything. It wasn't like why was just, why why? It was just a way to get people a uh, uh, a payday, I guess. But we thought that there was gonna be something with Eva Marie happening here, but mm-hmm. because she's a heel. But she they just went over and they all stood in the ring and were like, "Yay!" So I guess Yay! is Eva Marie a face now? At least uh, in WWE, is that what happened, or is that is is this another thing where divas just don't matter, and it doesn't matter whether they're good or bad; they're all just yeah. good and bad at the same time. Okay. So, uh, I picked Total Divas, and you guys picked Bad and Blonde, so I got a point there. 
I'm not, not that sure. I'm I, happy I, about out it. of that point. <laughs> <laughs> not, not really, but I knew that that's where they were going to go with it. Because, I mean, Lana, Naomi, uh, Tamina, and Emma, and Summer Rae were not going to win this match. I just Were you excited yeah. to see Lana there? Yes. But how much was she in this match? Like, nothing. Uh, not really a lot, and she didn't really do anything uh, that I could remember as far as, like, some type of big move to, like, kind of stand her apart from anybody. She just was there in, like, a Playboy bunny onesie. Yeah. Yeah. She's pretty. Yeah, she's pretty. There you go. But the, all these girl, all these girls are pretty, so there you go. Uh, no. I don't think Eva Marie is pretty. I think she's ugly. Uh, I guess we'll never know with that cake makeup on her face, so... <laughs> <laughs> she could be looking like a whole different person without that on there. Maybe she's, um, what, she's, she's, she's the whitest person, you know. She looks so orange. She looks so strange. Yeah. Especially with that. And she lives in California, and yet yet she has to get this terrible tan, uh, fake tanner, and use that so all the time. Looks so fake. Ugh. Ooh, so, okay. in the last match of the pre-show, we had Usos versus the Dudley Boys. Usos winning. I don't know why, and <laughs> it didn't go anywhere, and it didn't do anything. Were, were the Usos on Raw? Yes. Uh, were yeah. they? Yes, they had oh, the, the... Ta the table match. Right. Yeah. right. We should have got the table match here, right? Am I wrong? Yes. Yes. This is where the table match should have happened. Uh -huh. uh, I don't know why it didn't, and it was WrestleMania, so I don't know what they're doing. Not, not a good start for WrestleMania with three... Uh, under par pre-shows matches. Yeah, and there wasn't really... In these matches, there was no good wrestling even, which is what... We'll get into some good wrestling, at least, in the early part of actual WrestleMania, but these were just bad matches and bad booking and bad wrestling, so nothing good here. Uh, and so we move on to the ladder match for the WW Inter Intercontinental title, which opened the show. <laughs> Pro slept through? Wasn't it this match I slept through? I don't remember. I, uh, no, it was Chris Jericho versus AJ Styles. That you, yeah, because yeah. yeah. oh. this one uh, is the one where Zack Ryder won the title. So, uh, oh, being away you, mean, you mean Zack Ryder that we all love and dear six years ago? <laughs> or whenever it was? Right, yeah, uh, I don't know if it was six it was, years ago. It was probably like four or five years ago, though, like three or four years ago. Yeah, it's but years ago. <laughs> it did feel like that. It felt like, oh, let's appease the internet fans with somebody who they liked forever ago. I don't know if that's actually where they what they were trying to do. What I really think they were doing At was... At least he's keeping the title forever, so... Yeah, so, yeah, he'll be, you know, <laughs> champion for at least a few months. Yeah, <clears throat> Uh, <clears throat> <clears throat> um, <laughs> but I think they were just kind of, you know, uh, doing this because it was the person that nobody thought would win. And that's why they did it for the sake of the swerve. And yep. we find out that's pretty much true. So what? Uh, oh, yeah. We didn't talk uh, about who picked for the last match. So we all picked Dudley's. We all got it wrong. No points there. This one, none of us picked Zack Ryder. Uh, I, yeah, who, who would have thought that that would have happened? 
uh, I picked Owens, you picked Zane, and, and Tilly picked Owens. So, none of them won. Nope. Uh, Chris Jericho beat AJ Styles in just a regular match. This was a really good match, though. I yeah. mean, it's two really good wrestlers. Yeah. Uh, but we had all picked AJ because we thought he's the new guy that needs to get put over, so he should probably win at WrestleMania. Yeah, and, and why shouldn't he? Like, this is the wrong booking. I, I, I'm going to... I don't care. So there's another one where it's just like they they thought... They knew, or they thought that everybody thought that AJ was going to win, so they just went the other yeah. way with it. But this that's why they did being swerving. Yeah. They just don't want... They have this thing where if if even if it makes no sense, they will do the opposite just to be just so people won't won't know what's happening even though it ruins storyline it ruins like characters it ruins everything they will just do it because they go we we don't want people to they they want to feel like they're superior to something i think so uh as far as chris jericho versus aj styles goes from our picks um we all picked aj like i said and we got no points, so uh, move and on I, to the next match, which was... I'm not, oh. I'm not sure if WWE gets some points either. <laughs> not really, and I mean, people will say because of what happened on Raw, that fi- this is fixed because of that, uh, but that doesn't really help. All it did was make me think, wait, a guy who just lost a match now has a title match? Yeah. So next we had League of Nations versus New Day, which was the best, one of the best openings of all time with the giant cereal box going on for New I Day. I love, loved, loved, loved this. Like, I, I will say this is one of my highlights of WrestleMania. A box is my highlight right. of WrestleMania. Yeah. I'm going to say that once again. A box is a highlight <laughs> of my WrestleMania. Well, it was a really big box, so there you go. Well, <laughs> I mean, when I was a little kid, a refrigerator box was like the coolest toy of all time. So yeah, and uh, there's but... so, so many like uh, 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 the, the, uh, when when it talks what it's uh, inside, it's so hilarious. So people, you have to find a picture of this because it contains so many funny things they put on the box. Oh, right, yeah. Uh, so, uh, League of Nations beat New Day, um, and we all said... Didn't we all say New Day? Oh, no, uh, Tilly said New Day, and we said the League. So, we, yeah. me and Fro got a point there. Hey. Um, I just kind of knew that this is the way it was going to go because it was non-title. I think we, mm-hmm. me and Fro yeah. both agreed on that. Yeah. So next we had Brock Lesnar beating Dean Ambrose in a no holds barred street fight. And holy uh, shit, this was a fast match. Like we were talking yeah. going to go long. We were talking about this is going to be one of the main events of WrestleMania. This is going to be a brutal match. And before it started, it felt like it was over. Yeah, and I mean, as far as a street fight, they didn't really even leave the ringside area at oh. all. And the weapons that he got, he never really used. And it, what it really felt like to me is the Shane McMahon match, which we'll talk about in a minute, 
what he did as far as like getting beat up and beat up but continuing to kick out, that's what this match should have been. Yeah. But I think that they didn't want to do that with this match because that would have overshadowed the Shane McMahon match. Mm-hmm. See what I'm saying? Because it was the same story. So. Yeah. But yeah, Brock Lesnar won. Uh, me and Fro both said Ambrose and Tilly said Lesnar. So she got a po- another point there. Um, so we had the triple threat for the women's championship. Charlotte uh, defeating Becky Lynch and Sasha. Sasha. Um, Definitely the match of the night. Yeah, I think we all agreed on that. Yeah. Um, really it was a good match. Uh, yeah, and really well put together, and there's a lot of storyline going into it. And, uh, I mean, I don't like Ric Flair being there, but as far as the storyline <laughs> for this goes, uh, he needed it worked. to be there. Yeah. Right, exactly. So, yeah, Charlotte won. Uh, I picked Charlotte. Fro picked Lint, Becky, and Tilly picked Sasha. So I got a point on this one. Um, next, oh yeah, next we had Undertaker versus Shane McMahon. That was it right right here. Which mm-hmm. uh, it made sense, I guess. Uh, and Undertaker beat Shane, even though he, you know, did this giant spot off the top of the cage. A really good spot. Right. Really I mean, it had the, the safety spot. pad, but if he would have gone one foot either way, he would have yeah. been dead. So, uh, yeah, I, mean, I, I guess he trained. <laughs> but uh, right. I mean, you have to. You had to kind of do that in here. Uh, yeah. Because it's Shane, and I mean, something like that had to have happened. I didn't think he was going to go to the top, though. I oh. thought he'd go halfway up, maybe, and do yeah. it. But yeah. He, but he, he, he goes for it when he goes for it. I will give the man that. And oh my gosh, he looked beaten on on Raw. <laughs> he looked, he looked like he. I thought, I walk. thought that was mostly makeup. I think I don't yeah. know if that was real, but yeah. who knows? Who knows? Uh, next, we had uh, the twenty-man battle oh, royal. Oh, you didn't say, the... say say what we uh, said. Oh, right. Uh, we all said Shane. Yeah, and we got that wrong <laughs> again. <laughs> again, seems like all the matches we picked, like I said, uh, yeah, all together, we all got yeah. them wrong. So yeah. this is another thing where they went. Well, this is what people think is going to happen. We'll do the opposite. Um, and still give you kind of what you want. <laughs> On <wrong>. I guess <laughs> not really. I mean, that wasn't what not I want. Really, I mean, but. Uh... And it didn't make sense because you no. just went through this whole thing and then you just get what you want anyways. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we had the 20-man battle royal for the Andre the Giant Memorial Trophy. Uh, Baron Corbin won this, which none of us picked. But uh, we so have no to talk, there. talk a little about the guest spots there. <laughs> who, who came uh, out in this? Right, Shaq came out. Uh, Shaq! That was super cool to see him. I don't care about Shaq. I've never I don't cared about Shaq. But, but I liked it. It was fun. I guess so. I mean, if that's your thing, I don't personally like to see basketball players come in and act like they can wrestle as good as people who have been there for years and years and years wrestling. But so that's just me. Next I know it's just for fun and it's just wrestling and people you shouldn't take it so serious or whatever, but 
that's just makes people look bad. And there were some other like guest spots there, but uh, for example, this uh, Japanese wrestler wasn't it? Oh no, Tatanka. Right. Tatanka. Yeah. I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure he's actually Italian, but okay. I don't know. Uh, but he plays a Native American. So. Yeah, okay. uh, next, uh, we had The Rock come out. Yeah. Oh, and what did we bet? <laughs> We didn't bet on this because nobody knew this was going to happen. But he had a random match that lasted like two minutes or what, six seconds, I think it was, whatever. Uh, uh, and it was just, stupid. And he he basically just was there to say the number of people who uh, were in the arena, which was 101,000 something. So The Rock. Yeah. Yep. I don't oh. like The Rock. <laughs> well, uh, I, I like The Rock less and less all the time. So I, I will give you the, this: he 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 put uh, flames on his name. Right, he came out with a flamethrower, so that happened. <laughs> that, I guess that I I actually thought was a t-shirt <laughs> shooter, so that's funny. It kind of looked like a t-shirt gun. I'm it, the the air tank that would be a t-shirt gun were were actually probably propane. Yeah. Uh, last match we had Roman Reigns beating Triple H for the World Heavyweight Championship, and wow. we all picked Triple H, so we got no points. <laughs> Again, because uh, Shane was going to win. I guess. I mean, I I just thought that, and Triple H should win it because then Shane had to. The way I look at it, all these other matches that we said one way and they decided to go the opposite way, or Zack Ryder where they just picked like the person who is le- least likely for anybody Lord to Derek think win. Corbin. Then, yeah, exactly. They did all those just so that they could have Roman Re- Reigns win, and it wouldn't be, uh, it wouldn't be weird. Like it wouldn't. Everything else on the card offset that kind of because it's the one thing that like everybody knew he was going to win. But the way I I thought about it was, if everybody knows he's going to win, then they'll probably go the opposite way. But they did that with everything else but this. So and they yeah. piped in shares for the guy through the audio. They piped in shares for this guy. I, I don't know. I I I didn't hear it. Maybe you saw it. Maybe that was on the re uh, on the replay. Okay. But there, at the time, there were definitely some boos going on. But it was some hard to tell. Boos? But I've heard, I've heard that the uh, that arena specifically has like weird audio problems. Of so, uh, but, uh, but yeah, we had the opening segment with Stephanie doing this monologue about. Uh, my gosh, I love that. I hated it. I thought it was ridiculous <laughs> and stupid. But the I thing I thought I was watching it going like that opening part where there's like all those people, the bald people with like, I don't know, metal. Uh, riveted to their face, right? That was right out of a um, Alex Jones documentary. Yes, yes. It's like they were watching Alex Jones movies and then they just made this because they were watching that. That's what I thought it was. And we didn't say this because we forgot. Uh, There's no Divas uh, title anymore. Oh, right. Women's title and they're calling them superstars, which I guess is good. I like it. Uh, the title is, uh, is I think kind of strange because it's too red. 
<laughs> and it looked. Yeah, I, I, someone I, said it looked like menstrual blood, and uh, I guess that was the woman on the call. So <laughs> she did say that. Yeah, but yep. uh, I, I just don't like the little swoosh under it. I think that should be a different color. But other than that, I, it's pretty good. You know, I saw that uh, the people who made it were. Um, The motorcycle, there's like a motorcycle uh, reality show. They're the ones that help create it, apparently. Yeah. So, yeah, that was WrestleMania. Uh, It was uh, was long. Like we said, it was seven hours. We all stuck around on the Skype call. um, And there was a lot of stuff that just didn't go anywhere. I mean, nothing happened on this show. When you really look at it, what changed? What happened? The only thing that happened on Roman the show, <laughs> right, was yeah. Zack Ryder, uh, and Roman Reigns, and Baron Corbin. Uh, Baron Corbin coming, but I mean that's not nothing really. I mean, it, he came into the match as an afterthought, uh-huh. and he then he won. Uh-huh. So there is that. But I mean, really, yeah, Baron Corbin's out of the roster, I guess. Roman Reigns won, and Zack Ryder won. That's the only things that happened on this wrestle- uh, seven hours. And then one of those things is completely negated the next night on Raw because Zack Ryder on Raw loses <gasps> the title. What? To the Miz. What? So, <laughs> in the end, two things happened uh, on wrestle- uh, in, in, what, nine hours of programming. Uh, ten hours of programming, two things happened. But I'm oh well, I guess three things if we include AJ Styles becoming a number one contender, which we already talked about at the end of Raw, and he, like I said, has what won half half of his matches I guess at this point. So and 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 uh, Shane McMahon being the, the ruler of 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 uh, Raw and actually having input on one fucking match. Like, he made one match. Yeah, it, well, I mean, it was the last match of the night, too. It was the but main event. But he made so... one match! Right, but like, think he... about this. Uh, the rest of the show was booked, yeah, except for the main event. So if, 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 Vince, if Vince had not decided on a whim that even though he lost, he was going to give him control for one night anyways, if he had not decided that, that Raw apparently would not have had a main event. <laughs> so that doesn't make sense, but yeah, nobody wants to point that out. Uh, horrible Raw, horrible WrestleMania. What would you give this WrestleMania out of five? Uh, I'm gonna go with a two, solid two. I'm going with one and a half. Yep, we don't think this was good because nothing happened. So, uh, before we uh, go into the next segment, uh, hey, look, what day is it today? Uh, it's Thursday for me. Why? Because the gremlins attacked the show last week. <laughs> we were trying to uh, not be loud because Tilly was sleeping, but apparently we woke up the gremlins <laughs> and we didn't realize it, so... So today it's Thursday. It feels kind of strange recording on a Thursday, uh, but we 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 could not finish recording yesterday, and we actually tried t- twice to record. So 
I, I, it's kind of strange because we are in the middle of the show. Uh, the listeners are not going to uh, know anything about it other than me mentioning it. Because that, that, and that is coming out late. Yeah, yeah the reason yeah. it's coming out late is because it took us two days to record the show. <laughs> uh, but but we uh, we try. At least we we give them that. Oh uh, yeah, we tried. I mean, there was just some <laughs> weird circumstances and bad uh, connections, and my computer was not was acting up right at the time we were doing the show. And yeah, you tried it was to weird. Give it- Mouth of uh, mouth to mouth. So uh, there's a show. Uh, well, there's epi- uh, there's a, a match that we did not cover on uh, when we were covering the NXT match be- matches for uh, before WrestleMania because it uh, turned out to be a dark match. Uh, can you tell me a little about why and things like that? Uh, from what I'm reading. It was. It's being taped for a future episode of NXT, and that match was Apollo Cruz versus Elias Sampson. Uh, this match is important because we did pick it last week, like we said, but uh, it wasn't on TV. And if you if you, if you look at the matches that we picked, me and Tilly were tied with correct matches, and Fro was down one. Yay! Uh, Fro. At least as far as televised matches. But if you add this, Apollo Crews won. Tilly picked Apollo Crews. And both me and Fro picked Elias Sampson, giving Tilly the win. Yay! So Tilly uh, gets to pick uh, another... Uh, well, she's, uh, she gets to pick a topic on the upcoming uh, show. Uh why Tilly isn't here is is pretty uh, clear. She's actually on holiday, and she's going to be on holiday for a little while now. So she she's actually not coming back for some episodes. We will try to get maybe some star uh, guests uh, in the weeks that she's going to be gone. Uh, but she's going to be gone at least three or four four weeks. I think it is. So we will try to find a co-host. Maybe Tron, maybe Dan will come by. We will we will find someone. But uh, have a nice holiday, and we will talk when you come back, Taylor. Yep. Yep. Uh, hey, we watched uh, something together uh, for the first time uh, ever. You and me. Uh, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. It was uh, romantic. It was candlelight <laughs> it was <laughs> under the it was stars. a skype call yeah. <laughs> it was a skype call <laughs> hey don't destroy i had candles on my side of my side of the, the the skype call no it didn't it was really early for me and really late for luke so we watched american crime story uh, episode 10 the final episode did it, did you were you a little sad that it was the final episode yeah, I mean, it was a good episode. It was a little longer than all the rest of them. Uh, mm-hmm. It was a little over an hour, where most of them are the regular, normal uh, TV hour or forty-two minutes. Like this was a, you know, I think it was an hour and five minutes. So yes, it was a little longer than your normal episode, but it was good. So yeah, I felt I felt a little sad, but let's go into it. 
we uh, go into O.J. Simpson going to uh, his uh, uh, like is this the the room before they go into the the courthouse? Would you say this was the room before that? Uh, yeah, maybe like a dressing room because he's got to yeah. get out of his like uh, his jail attire and get into a suit. So, and there's there's not one suit. There's three suits and like seven different ties. So many. I guess he wanted choices. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what do the, uh, do I look good in today? And uh, yeah, Johnny Cochran says to him that. Whatever you do, uh, when I say you can speak, uh, speak and don't stop. <laughs> and I was like, okay. Uh, so uh, they want uh, Judge Ido to allow him to say some words. And uh, Marshall Clark uh, wants nothing to do with it. Uh, she is complaining that... Uh, uh, allowing him to speak, uh, is, OJ to speak, yeah, yeah, OJ to speak is is uh, against kind of the rules because she can't ask any questions, and yeah, he he says I could not do this. I I I'm a nice guy, uh, more or less, and yeah, he stopped into his uh, like uh, one man speech. Uh, was kind of he he looks he, he looks like he means what he says and this uh, episode especially after like Luke is the best guesser in the world when he guesses shows because like two of the things that Luke said he thought was going to come up in this last show did <laughs> one uh, O.J. Simpson doesn't really remember what happened, and uh, two, uh, we are going to know what uh, happened with the show uh, people after the show, or uh, oh right, yeah. yeah, we get a lot of that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, then we go to the attorneys for O.J. Simpson. They have a board with all the juries on it. Uh, with guilty and not guilty, and uh, there's especially one lady there. They're uh, picking out the demon lady, or demon, don't they call yeah, her? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, the demon yep. lady, and uh, she she's the white uh, jury uh, kind of old girl that uh, came as old alternate in the last episode. Yeah. And she's kind of the only one that's saying, at least in their minds, she's the only one that's saying not uh, not guilty at right now. So Right. And uh, Johnny Cochran writes down his speech uh, for, for the closing arguments. And he writes down, if it doesn't fit. And he stops there. And me and Luke goes like, oh my gosh, he almost said it. He almost well, <laughs> you just robot it out. Super but, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's kind of thinking up lines, and then he writes ha like that half of <laughs> the line, and he kind of stops. And he's like, "Hmm, that sounds kind of good." And then it just cuts <laughs> to the next scene. Very good. Yeah. 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 
Marsha Clarks uh, begins uh, her her opening, uh, no, her closing uh, arguments uh, for the jury. Uh, she's really focused on the evidence. She's. I, I would. I would say that her speech uh, uh, and and when we j- get Johnny Cochran's speech afterwards, her is based on facts and his is based on feelings. Well, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I mean, th- that makes sense, but hers is definitely all fact-based. I mean, she's got this pyramid of facts, basically, on yeah. this big bulletin board, and yeah. Yeah. Fact. OJ uh, had his blood there. Fact. He had uh, the gloves on. And, and this is actually also the first time we see a picture of OJ with the gloves uh, that didn't fit. Uh, on him in a picture that was taken before he allegedly killed, well, not allegedly, uh, he killed uh, uh, Nicole. What can he do? He can't sue us for saying that he was a killer, can he? <laughs> no, I don't. No, I don't think so. <laughs> We're not based in America, so. Uh, so yeah, uh, his uh, her speech is maybe one of like the best speeches like I've seen and like you said this pyramid of proof is so extremely good like evidence uh, and and uh, witnesses and everything uh, and uh, she talks about the white Branco how important that is uh, about uh, how um, uh, the, the timetable kind of fits into what OJ says. Um, it looks like the uh, j- jury is f- following, but uh, like this demon lady, she's nodding when 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 she's holding her closing arm, in. and we see that she's kind of with her, uh, with her kind of uh, reasoning. Uh, then Darden uh, gets up. Hey, I re- I remember his name finally. Um, <laughs> he's not that black uh, bald uh, bald guy anymore. Uh, and and he also holds a passionate speak about how important it is for the jury system to work and and how how he feels that everything that they laid out is. Uh, pointing to O.J. Simpson, and he, he reminds them not to go yeah, be, become emotional uh, and vote. With, with, and maybe uh, he also speaks about uh, uh, that racist dude, Mark Furman. Mark Furman, yeah. Like they wish he wasn't in the police and things like that. Yeah, a good speech. What do you think yeah. about this closing arguments from this side before we go into Johnny Cochran? Uh, I think you said it all pretty much. I mean, uh, it was a lot. This whole part is just a lot of talking. I think we're uh, probably 14 or 15 minutes into the show right now. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, it's uh, finally Johnny Cochran. His turn, and he says the magic words. 
It says it. We, we, <laughs> we, we freaked out. If it doesn't fit, you must quit. If it, it doesn't fit, you must quit. He said it three times. Yeah, he comes up and he just slams like uh, the, his pad of paper on the uh, podium and just basically <laughs> starts yelling at the yeah, jury. Yeah, jury. Yeah. Very passionate, like kind of speech compared to the other two. Yeah. Yeah, and and it, it, like like he, he his speech is all about uh, can we can we. Uh, trust uh, a system that's uh, trying to frame, and he uses the N word. Uh, but it's the only only time he says neighbor. So I'm I'm happy to hear that that uh, uh, that was the only time. And we also see uh, a close up to uh, the demon lady, and she's kind of you see that she's skeptic to one what Johnny Cochran says. You see that her face is kind of in disgust. Um, yes, so that was the closing arguments, and we see the lawyers outside uh, 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 the courtroom. The, yeah, they're the in the hallway. Room. They're Talking. Kind of talking it over, yeah. And then we get your awkward, uh, the awkward scene where she, uh, Marsha Clark gets in the elevator, and Christopher Darden does this weird like half smile, and then like looks mm-hmm. all sad that you that she left. Yeah, that happened in the yep. show. Yep. Uh, then we uh, uh, get to see the jury in this case, and I, I was kind of surprised because this is not in the book and uh, they have to have some kind of inside source for this or it's made up do you think it's made up well i think they probably i mean i don't i i believe it would be allowed for juries to talk about it after the fact right so i'm sure they have some kind of inside source about this but yeah but uh, they vote, and it's two for not guilty and eight for guilty. And uh, we see the demon lady passionate, uh, uh, like she says, "Well, look at the evidence. Whatever you say, it, and and uh, yeah, and uh, it's kind of you see how pa- passionate she's about." Getting a guilty verdict. Then you go into uh, Ido taking the phone and saying, "Are you shitting me?" Uh, <laughs> and you see them telling Darden uh, they have uh, have uh, have a verdict. Uh, you see everyone like like uh, reacting to it, and it took them only four hours. To to uh, talk about the verdicts and how long has has the, tri- the trial been going on now? Uh, I don't know the exact number of days, but it's around 150. So. Yeah, yeah. And like four hours of discussion for a <laughs> half a year trial. It seems kind of weird. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, it is and it's not. But everybody in in this scene is like, "Wait, what? 
how are they like they had just left the courthouse and they're all yeah. like getting ready to do other things and they're like already we're already ready to do this okay so uh, we go to the kind of uh, area parking lot. Uh, John Cochran is there uh, with uh, John Travolta, and John Travolta is freaking mad because John Cochran is there with uh, a black Muslim group, and uh, he doesn't want to go with them uh, in to the jail uh, area, and uh, he, he thinks that it it, it looks bad. And uh, <laughs> Nathan Lane says to John Travolta, get in the car or I will tell them you're a Jew. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, that was so, so amazing. Then we got a lot of uh, f- uh, photo stocks from uh, uh, even uh, Oprah. And uh, we see that yeah, from the 90s, yeah. Yeah. Uh, then we see OJ in the tra- uh, in the jail area. Uh, he's uh, barbing, and uh, he uh, talks to uh, shaving, shaving, <laughs> barbing. Yeah, uh, and he's talking to a guard that wants his uh, signature on uh, football. Uh, now I can't remember black black bald guy's name. Christopher Darden. Darden says to uh, Marsha Clark, "What if we, what if we win?" And I say to Luke, "Yeah, right, because they win." Yeah, what if you win? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, we're going to spoil this, but uh, uh, no, because the jury comes in, and we see them uh, giving a verdict of not guilty, Luke. Yeah, you surprised? Yeah, and at this point we were both like, well, I was surprised it happened this early in the show. We're like halfway through the show, and we're yeah. getting the not guilty verdict. So that part I was surprised about. Yeah, and not the verdict itself. No, because we already read the book. But what? Yeah. <laughs> uh, then we see real uh, life stockage from people seeing uh, like he's getting not guilty. And we see uh, uh, groups with uh, color being really happy and uh, white people being sad. So this is kind of also racist in the show. And um, then we get uh, uh, David Schremer that plays uh, suddenly I can't remember because Luke is stressing me of talking really fast. (laughs) Uh, uh, Kardashian, right? Kardashian, name? Yes. Robert Kardashian. Robert Kardashian. Uh, and they smoke, and we see something else. And uh, let's just say that there, there are a lot of talking about the case. And uh, we get to what I maybe think is the most interesting part is like they're holding a press conference after the trial. Uh, being over the Marshall Clark people do and they say they are f- feeling sorry and they they get the stupid question the most stupid question in the world <laughs> when this trial is over are you now going to try to catch <laughs> catch the murderer like everybody knows yeah, it, so right and the gold the goldmans are right there like the uh, uh, the father and the and the mother 
right there in the in the place, and the reporter's asking this, like, what a jerk. Yeah, and they are crying in the car. The Goldman's. Yep. Then we see Johnny Cochran talking to Darden. Uh, and they are having an office party uh, because they won. Uh, and then we go uh, to them speaking about the cage, uh, case. Uh, Darden and uh, Marshall Clark. Uh, about how proud they should be even uh, with them losing. Then we see OJ uh, getting released, and he gives uh, Robert Kardashian a book that is going to be shown to be really important in the end of the book, of this uh, series. And we also see that they are kind of uh, talking about his innocence in the book, and this is maybe like the first time we see how much OJ actually believes that he's innocent. We also see that Robert Kardashian like doesn't believe a fucking thing he's saying. Right. And uh, he gets home. He gets a, a an applause for coming home uh, from his parents and also his kids. And we see that he takes a shower, and he looks into uh, the sh uh, shower mirror, and he thinks that he's innocent, and he begins to cry. Then he gets a puppy from his friend. Then they sit down, and they s uh, see that uh, John Travolta gets interviewed. Robert Shapiro. He plays Robert Shapiro. Uh, by Bar Barbara Walters. And it's the real Barbara Walters, like, cut into fake Robert Shapiro. So that's kind of cool. Uh, then we see a huge party that OJ is holding, and you know that book that uh, OJ gave his uh, good friend Robert Kardashian? We see that he throws that book into the trash after OJ holding a passionate speech about uh, him coming home and uh, being nice to the kids, things like that. So that's kind of sad. We see that, uh, like, uh, OJ sees that he, he... No, he doesn't throw it on the trash, but he, he throws it away. But uh, we see that Yeah, OJ he throws sees... it in the trash pretty much, yeah. Okay, yeah. But he, OJ sees this and, and gets kind of sad. Uh, and so he walks around the house and he goes out to the garden where it's a big freaking statue of OJ Simpson in the garden. Uh, yeah, we saw it earlier, remember, when they were touring the house? Yep. Uh, when the jury was touring the house, we saw it. And then we get a lot of aftertext with what uh, happened with the people. Are you going to speak about that? Uh, yeah, let's go over it kind of real quick. We get kind of a recap of what happened to them afterwards, so we get the... Uh, and this is really cool because you see see the real picture of the people and the yeah, fake that's picture. what I was gonna say. Yeah. yeah, we see the actor next on one side, and then on the other side, it's a picture from the trial, and almost all of them look pretty much identical. Oh yeah, so that was uh, the the episode of American Crime Story. Uh, now we're going to hear the audio for God. Is no God's not dead too. This is PG. Well, yes, yeah, that's I hate a long what people like your client stand for. We're going to prove once and for all 
that God is dead. <laughs> you're passionate about the truth. I mean, let's face it, it's why you're in trouble in the first place. Hey, a student it's the girl asked from a question Sabrina about the remorse allegedly made by Jesus. And your answer incorporated scripture itself. Yes. What were you thinking? So a witch is fighting for the existence of God. I give an answer to a student's legitimate question. <laughs> I am not going to be afraid to say the name Jesus. I haven't seen this trailer before. As you be fired, plus I have not seen it either, so this is the first time you're on your own. So what's the good news? I don't like to lose. I, I, I know him from something as well. I was going to say, isn't he from High School Musical or something? Motivation was no, to take an innocent that. question uh, and turn it into an opportunity actor, to preach. The message of the gospel has us standing in the way of a lot of things that powerful people I actually want. seen We're God is not dead. Northern Madam Dolly versus Wesley. They're at war? Mr. What is going on here? Faith isn't on trial because here, atheists that is exactly what is on trial. If we grant Miss Wesley the right to violate the law, then our society will crumble. The four gospels contain the actual words of Jesus. You're looking to prove Jesus Christ existed? The, That's ridiculous. That's not but true. But you're going to insist <laughs> that, that a Christian's right to believe is subordinate to all other rights, then it's not a right. Somebody is always going to be offended. He placed something. I'm trying to find out what I remember. He's living on the inside. Whoa, yay! Christian! Christian rock. Whoa. Oh, this is the trailer. Have you reached a decision? I would rather stand with God and be judged by the world than stand with the world and be judged by God. Well, that's not a very good philosophy. <laughs> God bless you. Careful, or you might end up on trial. <laughs> oh, wow. That was hard to watch. It was released on the 1st of April, so maybe it's a big, like, joke. Yeah, maybe this is just an April Fool's joke. That makes sense, actually. <laughs> No, because there was a first movie. Yeah, yeah. So where is your uh, review from? Uh, I got. Uh, I guess I I I went to uh, Rotten Tomatoes, but um, I ended up getting directed to this place called CraveOnline.com, which is kind of like a review website. But it's a little long. But this is a good one. Uh, it's a kind of an excerpt from. Uh, a larger review, but it says, "If any movie treated Christians as badly as God's Not Dead Two treated atheists, then Christians would be entirely justified for making another God's Not Dead movie about it." This film tries to be reassuring to certain members of the audience, but everyone else is being explicit, explicitly told they are not welcome, and that they are less than human if they have different set of beliefs. Okay, let's do the intro for this clip again. It's uh, Shark Nichols. She gave a five-star review of this shit movie. Please don't let the critics, uh, critics discourage you. Before going into the theater, I uh, read many professional reviews on Flickster. Flickster? What's Flickster? I, I don't What's, know. What? I've never heard of that before. No, All right. Heard. Okay. I paid a ticket anyway and wit witnessed a completely different movie. God is Not Dead 2 is actually featuring compelling acting and engaging courtroom drama with an unexpected twist, powerful music, compassionate personal connections between characters, and an example of a strong woman who stuck to her personal convictions, which happened to be evaluated to date's sketch definition of diversity and 
and uh, impressions of the first amendment. So she loved it. Yay. I guess so. Sounded like it. So, uh, did you see any movies this? Uh... Oh yeah, we didn't do that. No, I actually didn't see any movies this week because there has. I've watched uh, wrestling for four <laughs> out of the seven days. So there you go. Did um, not get to see any movies this week. No. I actually watched a, a movie, believe it or not. Uh, I uh, uh, saw uh, Rise of the Planet of the Apes again uh, because I really liked that movie and I wanted to see uh, see it again. And I also saw what what other uh, in uh, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy again. Because oh I, right on yeah so two good movies uh, we are not going to uh, take the path because uh, we have had so many gremlins in the show that we're not using twenty five minutes of uh, reviewing so uh, Luke is going to tell you about the path episode two next week so we yeah skip I path. guess we're just gonna yeah we're gonna bump everything back and. Hopefully at some point we can back up to where uh, I'm, I'm not the episodes are week by week. You, you that the robot it now, so uh, okay. We are at the end, Luke. Come on. All right, yeah. We're at the end. Where what was I saying? Oh, so yeah. Hopefully next week uh, we can get the path two done and. We just had too many problems this week, so. <laughs> Did you read anything this week? Uh, a bunch on Helter Skelter. Um, hopefully we'll be done in, like, the next week or two. We'll see, oh. depending on how how my weeks go, so. Um, I, uh, I downloaded their April uh, Fool's joke. Ex- experts from the en- Enclipedia Britannica. That was fun. Uh, 13 minutes of uh, people reading from uh, and the Encyclopedia. That was really funny. Encyclopedia. Encyclopedia. I can talk, and this uh, has been a shit podcast to record, so. Yeah, and I'm going to have to edit this, but luckily I got most of it done. Uh, we're, we're just going to wrap it, wrap it up here. So, next week we're going to do news from the week. We're going to do films we want to have made uh, that haven't been yet. Uh, We're going to do another digital review of Hardcore Henry, which I'm looking forward to. And we'll be covering Path Episode 2 and possibly Path Episode 3, if you feel like it. Yeah. We will see how much time it takes. Okay, everybody, this has been a great episode. (laughs) This has been the world's most terrible, (laughs) terribly made podcast. And yeah, so... Enjoy it. Have a good week, everybody. Bye. Goodbye, citizen.